When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you to both Rocket Money and HelloFresh for sponsoring this video. More on them after the reaction, people. Citizens of the Reacher Nation! Oh, did it! We are here today to kick off Reacher Season 2, Episode 1. John, how pumped Ooh. are you? It would be a reach to say I'm not jacked about this, G. That's some Alan Tudyk. That's right, Russell's Alan Tudyk. My bad. On the Tudyk path. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's got some buff. The citizens, please go ahead, leave a like on this video. That would mean a lot. Also, subscribe, click the notification bell to get notified when our reaction for episode two is up on the channel. If you didn't catch our Reacher reactions for season one, they are, of course, here. Thank you to Prepper for helping us edit down these highlights. And as usual, a full-length reaction watch along where you sync up with your own copy of Reacher with us. That's available for our super sexy rejects over at our Patreon page, and over there, John and I cover several things exclusively with the highlights and watch-alongs included. Anywho, John, you ready? So ready. Let's do this. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Damn, dog. I think we should just read the Wikipedia on what happens in the book and then make predictions. Yeah. <laughs> I think. You know what I think so. It's going to go on a limb here. Yeah. <laughs> I think the person responsible at the end of the day is going to be a character we haven't met yet. He just is so buff. Many of you guys know most of my days are a couple of hours of filming and then most of the time it's dedicated to like editing and a bunch of other computer work, often accumulating to like 10 to 12 hours a day. And on top of that, comfort food is like my life's biggest vice. But as many of you also know, working out and getting healthier has been a massive component for me this year in particular. So in this whirlwind, I have found myself a perfect ally for quick, healthy meals, America's number one meal kit, a meal kit that I have subscribed to prior to ever agreeing and working with them. So yes, this is a genuine testimony and that is of course for hello fresh and hello fresh isn't just about ease it's about bringing health and flavor to your doorstep and this holiday season forget about the stress of planning meals for your health conscious friends friends like me who will breathe down the back of your neck being like i can't eat that that's unhealthy so with hello fresh i'm looking forward to hosting holiday dinners that are not only delicious but also cater to healthy lifestyles best part the variety it is incredible i'm pescatarian so they have these delicious meals just like dijon onion crunch salmon over lemon broccoli spaghetti and for my more plant-based days the vegan maple carrot power bowls they aren't just meals they're culinary adventures 
I learned the word culinary. During a long day, the last thing I want to do is spend a while cooking. And that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals are a lifesaver. They're quick, nutritious, and oh-so-tasty perfect for my nonstop lifestyle. So why not join me in making this holiday season both health-conscious and delicious with HelloFresh? With over 45 recipes and seasonal add-ons to choose from every week, there's always something new to try. And here's something to cheer about. Go to HelloFresh.com slash rejectsfree and use code rejectsfree for free breakfast for life. That accurate? That sounds way too good to be true. There's no f-ing way that can be true. Go to HelloFresh.com slash rejectsfree and use code rejectsfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box as long as your subscription is active. Tag your HelloFresh creations with hashtag HelloFreshPicks and at HelloFresh. And let's cook up some fun and healthiness, Reject Nation. Remember, it's America's number one meal kit. Hey, Reject Nation. You know, running Real Rejects is an incredible journey. It's something I am truly grateful for, but I got to be real with you for one second here. Managing the business side, especially taxes, to put it lightly, is incredibly overwhelming. It's like navigating a maze without a map. And that's where our sponsor, Rocket Money, comes in. A sponsor, when approached, I was so excited to work with because I kid you not, just last month, I started using Rocket Money because I needed to sort out this financial puzzle. And honestly, it's been quite eye-opening, not just for taxes, but boy, oh boy, that whole cliche of this app is true. I discovered apps and subscriptions I have been paying for that I had not used in ages. It is like finding out you've been leaving lights on in a room that you never use. So yes, Rocket Money isn't just another app. It's like a freaking financial guardian angel. It finds and cancels those forgotten subscriptions, monitors your spending, and even battles to lower your bills. Thank God. It's as if they're personally invested in saving your hard-earned money. Like I try, I really try to be on top of my expenses. But Rocket Money, they show me blind spots. With a simple tap, I can cancel unnecessary subscriptions. They even handle the hassle of negotiating with customer services. A relief, my goodness. To put it into perspective, Rocket Money has helped over 5 million users save an average of $720 a year. That's more than just numbers. It's a peace of mind. So I invite you, my fellow rejects, in taking control of your finances. So go ahead, visit rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Once again, that's rocketmoney.com slash rejects. Let's save together rocketmoney.com slash rejects. I really do stand by this app. Thank you for partnering with us. Yeah. So I know there's other episodes out for this, but let's talk about this, John. What did you think about our return to Reacher? It's good to be back in Reacher territory in a new uh, setting and whatnot. I, I am looking forward to how the setting, uh, It's at, again, we've started off in New York. It seems like uh, there's at least a potential that we might stay there. In the first season, we were so immersed in the atmosphere of Margrave, and I hope that we can get you know more of just that unique atmosphere again. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just great to be back in and among the characters of this world. It's a lot of setup and stuff like that. We're just meeting the key players and getting the lay of the land. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I feel like this is a good starting point for the season. I'm not like, oh, my God, this is among the top episodes of Jack Reacher. But uh, but I'm thrilled, you know. This gave me a lot of the things I would hope for upon re-entry, and now I'm just excited to see how the mystery grows and, and grabs me and pulls me in with the blend of personal and badassness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we're talking about Most people probably just watched the first, they, what, they released three? I yeah. Think, yeah. Um, and most people probably already watched and finished the other two by now. Um, 
so I'll keep whatever slight criticisms or concerns uh, tempered because I'm like, well, let's just see. They released a few out on, on top for a reason, right? Yeah. Uh, but for a premiere episode, a great just return for Alan Richardson again. Uh, loved the guy so much, and he uh, that loneliness in the past couple of years, he has significantly buffed up. Mm-hmm. Compared to Jack Reacher Never Go Back, that sophomore entry in the uh-huh. Tom Cruise entry, um, it's, it was, it's fun because in that movie, they had the whole, he walks up to a guy in a car window, smashes it. Yeah. Like nobody's business, and they open with this one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, this is the sophomore one, but this is way better already than all of that. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a terrible movie. And, and, but I, I loved, I, I love, I love the fact that we're getting him and Neely, uh, Neely, right? You don't yeah. pronounce the G. Uh, him and, and Neely partnered up together, and just thinking about how they are evolving Jack from. The first episode, first season, he's 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 kept more at a, at a distance and at a mystery, and then oh, you're compelled by the personal relationship between him and his brother, and and even though he's kept at a an arm's length, you're like oh, I'm gravitated towards this buff, mysterious wanderer because mm-hmm. clearly he is feeling the anguish of the loss of his his brother, and now they're keeping that loss going uh, with other brothers and sisters, yeah. uh, the ones that he served with Chosen together, fam. but he was also the leader of. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting um, relationship of sorts because while he, whilst he was the leader, he wanted to be seen as an equal, it seems like. You know, yeah. like, li- yeah, if I if I give a command, you got to obey the command. However, he does, like, don't call me major, don't call me sir. Yeah. We are we are equals here, to, and and trust my like, judgment, but don't fear my rank. And as much as it seems like everyone really looked up to him, the one who died is the one who most wanted to be him. Is the yeah. one who most looked up to him. And last season, he wanted to be so much like his brother, and now he has to. It starts off with avenging the one who uh, wanted to be like him the most. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's cool, like dovetail of a story. So I think I feel like storytelling wise, it's appropriate to go down this path and then to get these flashbacks, fleshing out his time in the military, fleshing out his time as a major, I think is really cool. There's a lot of interesting ingredients that I'm excited to see how the recipe ultimately cooks by the end. And uh, action violence, uh, yeah, all strong stuff. I do think that it would be kind of a, a mistake to compare the um, the the first episode, of, like because on your pilot, like you really got to make a bang and, you know, uh, but then for a first episode of a season two where you're airing a few on the same day, you, you already have the audience's faith of like, well, let's just play it out, you know? Yeah. yeah whereas yeah. like in the in season one, you got to like, you gotta really, really got to hook you on that first episode because that pilot was like near perfect, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's got to be like a little short film almost. Yeah. Yeah. Where, whereas like the, so I'm trying to understand some of the stylistic choices a little bit better. So I'm like, okay, so we're in the, Flashbacks of the military were in green. It makes sense. Army people, all right, I got it. Yeah. And then uh, we're in the blue of the New York, New York vibe. All right, sweet, I get it. Then we're in LA, we're in that yellow. Yeah, <laughs> right. totally. So I'm trying to understand the visual language a little bit. I don't know if it's just like neat cinematography choices of what they're doing, but you know, the music was something that was so integral to last season uh, of of something that created such an atmosphere mm. to it and like the the soundtrack was was completely intentional and in tune with the character as well and here i'm trying to just kind of grasp i don't know if i'm overthinking it but the show's kind of made me pay attention to the music considering what they did in the first season 
Yeah. I was like, what are these tracks? You know, like, well, and, do the and, tracks have any meaning? Like how they had in the last season, you know? It does make me wonder what the shape of this season is going to be like, just because this episode is more, I guess, by comparison to the first season, I thought just overall they demonstrated a nice balance of like, here are some are like thoughtful character-based scenes that will tie back around to the theme or to the mystery or whatever it is. And, and, and namely among those things, they had that thread of Jack uh, and his, you know, like cultural anthropological interest in music and like coming to this region to learn stuff about such and such a singer. And it's like, those are, those are character earmarks that I thought were really fun and enjoyable. And I like that this thus far has that same kind of, yeah, vibrant, uh, you know, assembled soundtrack, but it does make me wonder. Like this felt a little bit more like an episodic show, where the first season had a a, a really nice blend of. I mean, it's obviously it's a very serialized mystery, um, but it, I don't know that that one felt like it carried itself almost like a limited series in a way. Whereas this one, at least just at the outset, this episode felt like more of a part of like an ongoing series in a different way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's not like it's totally different or anything like that, but it's much more, at least at the outset, I think kind of focused in on the plot and these people. And it makes sense cause they're so personal to Jack, but it is, it, it does make me curious because the first season, yeah, had so much of, he's just meeting all these new people and that gives it all this flavor with the mystery. And he had that exchange with the girl in the pawn shop. Um, but that's the only kind of real, like we're interacting with local people flavor you know have you seen the equalizer movies i've seen the first one i think okay so in the first equalizer movie i would liken that's kind of the first season of reacher sure. where so much of you learning about the characters is the other characters learning about him like this guy is unstoppable killing <laughs> machine and he's a hyper genius yeah and who is yeah. he yeah <laughs> yeah How? Uh, and then and equalizer two is when it gets more introspective you're more from reacher you're more from uh denzel's perspective in that movie okay. and it becomes more of a character study of him and the uh, now you're just you're in on the know of of who jack reacher is in this season so i kind of think that's what they're doing here yeah first season he is more of a mystery so you're looking at him from the perspective of a lot of these other characters and then this season immediately is just kicking off with we're we're with him and now we're getting more personal with him. We're seeing what these other relationships, the, his friendships are like. The communal experience with Reacher is like he's getting the team is getting back together, even though they don't want to get back together for like for a, a fun, friendly like reunion. This, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're getting back together for uh, a, a, a very specific cause, and. And uh, it's going to be rooted in, in vengeance and there's something linked to their past of something they've discovered before or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, like it, it's it, there are aspects of this that I that very much remind me actually of Equalizer 2. <laughs> and and uh, and uh, I, I guess I'm just waiting to see how the ensemble fully fleshes out because that was one thing the pilot did in the last one was they made every character like really intriguing right off yeah, the bat totally. and and an overall aura where here we were cutting around to like new york los angeles and flashbacks and, and so there's yeah there's an established tone that we that i think just needs a little bit of time to fully settle and breathe mm -hmm. and then we will have a better crisp understanding and focus of what to zero in on but uh but you know we got Seems like we got a villain set up with Robert Patrick. At least oh, what it yeah. looks like. It looks like we got a villain set up with that one dude who's with passports. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the AM guy. Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, 
I like, I like, I, I love the actress who plays Neely. I think she's a great actress, and I like the other guy. I forget his name already, but I like the other guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he, he's. I, I can't. T- the show could go either one of two ways. Like, they're, they're teasing him to be the guy who's like a traitor, or they want you to think he's the traitor because when he seems really, like he'd be the obvious yeah, one. Yeah, right? exactly. Totally. Uh, but I, I, I really have no clue, and and. Uh, that's yeah. going to be, yeah, that's going to be a big part of the fun. And I imagine the more of the people, if yeah. we are, if there are more survivors of, uh, you know, the special investigators out there, you know, it'll only be more and more interesting. I hope to, A, get to know them, see what they reveal about Reacher, and B, I don't know. I mean, it, it, if we do meet more of them, it could be any one of them, yeah. you know, involved somehow. Because to your point, it does feel a little bit more straightforward. Yeah, and not as much of the unique voice and flavor. Yeah, yeah this feels I, a little bit more like oh, what I imagined a Jack Reacher show would be like. Yes. when I was told there'd be a show. Yeah, <laughs> the first season. And, yeah, and, I, like, and then if we watched it, I was like, oh, this is so much better than I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and this is good, but it's not. But uh, there is a special, unique kind of voice. It transcends and, uh, being an investigative procedural show by having such a great flair for tone atmosphere and characters yeah and i can see all the pieces of that here but yeah Yeah. i think it is partly because we are going so many places in this first episode and because we do already know jack uh, at least you know to a a a fair enough extent yeah Yeah. i I could see how maybe it'll take a minute hopefully maybe by episode two even just to kind of just to get that sensibility back because that because it does excite me to be like okay so we did that with margarine and we really immersed in that environment what's it going to be like to do that in new york well yeah i mean this is new york and la that's kind of it's a a general populace this is metropolis yeah 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 yeah. so it's like how is that how are we going to get that more unique or small town it's it's intimate (laughs) you know yeah Yeah, there's just yeah there's that natural sense of atmosphere and personality just by being there (laughs) you know yeah yeah, so much stuff takes place in metropolitan cities and uh this whole review can be rendered pointless why but that's that's the thing is when you if this was like the only one they released we could probably talk for longer. Yeah, no, nah, but, but now, I'm, but I'm, I'm just gonna, excited to see. I'm going to cut us short because yeah. I'm like, there's already another episode. <laughs> let's just get so, to so it. So let's just see if anything we're saying is anything we have to even be concerned. Yeah, about, totally. you know? I'm excited yeah. regardless. Yeah, guys, what did you think about the episode? Leave your thoughts down below. Uh, thank you to all for us on Patreon. <laughs> Pick a name, y'all. I'm feeling who am I feeling today? I'm feeling Ricardo Martinez. Ricardo Martinez, you know what you're getting for Christmas Mm. this year? You are going to get a hot air balloon. (laughs) That's right, my friend. A hot air balloon at your disposal because you did great things for our country. And now you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> get because, out of Dodge. Let's face it, man. Your service here, done. It's only it's getting worse out you. here. It's getting worse. It's getting disgusting. And it's time for you to find a better place to live that'll make you feel a lot more merry at this time of year. Yeah. I'm thinking, I, I don't know why, just off the top of my head, Mexico. Sure. Ooh. Puerto Rico. Uh, Brazil. Uh, Peru. Downtown LA, Chinatown, Glendale, the Valley. Ooh, there's so many Taco valleys. Bell, to shoot. Wiener Schnitzel, El Pollo Loco. Uh, oh, I was doing pizza. Spanish. Oh, what? hey, sorry. You take did it back. Not pick up on the joke, did you? Uh, take I was it, take doing two. satirical racism. I mean, Del Taco. 
Satirical racism is a trademark of my humor. Oh, of course. And obliviousness is a trademark of mine. She just took it in a completely different direction. Yeah. Ricardo, you can travel anywhere in this hot air balloon. You can do whatever you want. You can go anywhere you want. A hot air balloon is an anti-parachute, so jump into life, man. Yeah, and then you're going to crash into a sleigh. I guess it's going to be there. Freaking rabbi. Oh, killed Santa. It's going to create a whole storm of controversy. Oh my God. Yeah. And then either Ricardo or the rabbi has to take over for being Santa to cover it up. And either version is entertaining. Whilst, whilst running the synagogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Christmas and Hanukkah are going to be fused together through the spirit of uh, capitalism. Thanks, Ricardo. You did, you did your country great.